0: That's join MIDI.com.
1: FM HD1, profile Denver, Boulder. Hey, it's Andy Lindahl. Hey, it's the Moj. Christopher Dempsey here. You've got Denver Sports Talk on the station where you get it all. This is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, Columbus, Hastings, and Mac. Presented by Revitalized Health. Optimize hormone levels, PRP peptides, and more. Visit revitalized-health.com.
2: Oh man, what a day! What a day! What a! Day. What a- Nuggets taking care of business last night against a lousy Washington team. But so whatever. Need to get him back in the mix. Avalanche. Oh, my God. That was frustrating. That was frustrating. I thought Anadin looked okay, though. He had the game of his life. Yeah. He had the best game of his life last night. It wasn't his fault. He's I making
3: a case. He's making a case for himself to stay in that role. Yeah,
2: Deadline's coming up March 8th. This is the time that you listen to Good Raj, and he lists off like 15 hockey players I've never heard tell of Tell me my somebody life.
3: I know, Good Raj. Tell uh, me somebody I know. I
2: mean, I the dude's knowledge of hockey is like through the roof, but I did not know one damn son of a gun he was talking about. I can't about.
4: tell you well, a lot it, of the it, hockey it,
2: players' it, names.
4: <laughs> you, you know, Rain Man was good at cards, too.
2: Well, but that was a
3: particular skill set that I would have loved to be friends with him for.
2: But you didn't want him to drive the car no matter how much he insisted that, you know, he could do uh, it. No. no, you didn't trust him.
4: Uh, uh, um, has anybody heard from <laughs> <Okay>. Lekkonen's <Lekinen's laughs> dad lately? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, you, you, you know
3: what? We we should keep that, like, just on the radar. Like, like checking it in with what he's saying over there. Arturi had
2: heard of him. I don't know. He seems to get along okay with Miko, but, uh, uh that's not
4: what I I'm meant, talking. But... I'm talking, Mr. I'm talking daddy though. I mean, I mean, is anybody rehashing what, what he said? How many months ago and going?
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny, brother. Hey,
3: it, it just doesn't feel good. The avalanches don't feel good. They don't, uh, I, there, there's so many things you look at the nuggets and you feel like, yeah, I got, I got confidence in that. And early on in the season, It felt like the avalanche were on the exact same path. Like, yeah, that dude, whatever bumps in the road, who cares? There's just enough warts going on right now that the team just does not feel
2: good. Well, we'll dig into the abs here in just a little bit. Obviously, a great night for the old uh, Nuggies, which was awesome. And now we see where Russell Wilson's going. We have Ojo Cinco, is that right? Okay, let's hear from uh, Chad Johnson. Oh, Ojo. We got to work on the
1: Steelers. Now, if, if, if a little birdie told me. Oh. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm a little birdie told me okay and I said this many shows ago if Russell Wilson coming on over there to the Steelers Cleveland had Deshaun Well, the AFC gonna be hell oh the AFC gonna be hell
4: uh I think right now I saw on DraftKings the betting favorite is Justin Fields to end up in Pittsburgh
1: no he's going to
2: Atlanta I I, I, I always said I I thought he would be back a big 2.0 uh, that's a fun show, just kind of Well, random.
3: I'll tell you who the birdie is. The birdie is Russell Wilson's camp. That's where he wants to go. <laughs> is that the birdie? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the, the birdie that everybody's talking about right now, Russell Wilson has identified the Pittsburgh Steelers as the team that he would like to go to. Now, that doesn't mean that he, it's, it's not true. That doesn't mean that it's not likely to happen. But that is the camp, from what I've been told, that is the spot that Russell Wilson's camp would prefer to land in.
2: Okay, it's Pittsburgh everybody's saying Russell Wilson to Pittsburgh like everybody
3: yeah but when everybody starts saying that like you think the Pittsburgh Steelers are putting their 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 info out there on the streets like that <laughs> they're not no 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 team does that no when you get that many people talking about it you mm-hmm. got to ask where is the information come from and I, again it all adds up it really does I, I think Pittsburgh is a very logical destination for him
4: got it however if Pittsburgh does have interest in having kind of been this in the free agent thing, which is if they do release him, he'll be, quote-unquote, a free agent, right? Uh, teams that do have interest and want you, they'll reach out quick. Hey, listen, make sure when this happens, you know, we'd love to have you here. Yeah. So I guarantee you there's been conversations.
2: I think he ends up in Pittsburgh.
4: Well,
3: there's really only two spots on the surface that, I think, that makes sense. It's Atlanta and it's Pittsburgh.
2: I think – Atlanta gets Ra-
3: Raiders makes sense. Also,
2: I think Atlanta gets Justin Fields. Why? They've got a quarterback whisperer now as their head coach. <laughs> you always say they name an offensive
3: coach that is not a quarterback whisperer.
2: Well, they really did go in that direction rather than Belichick. It was interesting to see them, you know, kind of Belichick kind of I want this, that, the other thing like, yeah, okay. We're going to, we're going to move on from you. Wait, I think you say the Falcons have
1: a
3: quarterback whisper as a head coach? I think so, yeah. Do you know who the head coach is? Not really.
2: <laughs> Ray Wait. Morris, a oh, defensive no. guy. Oh, no, who am I thinking of then? I'm, I am mean, wrong. Gosh darn it. Oh, who am I? I'm man. thinking of That Delano. I never heard of the oh, – I thought he was <laughs> – never mind. Defensive guy. <laughs> okay. I forget what I said. I mean, I get my conf- coaches confused, Am but I, but keep giving me the reasons why it adds up. Well, now it doesn't make any sense. No, I, I just think Atlanta is going to make that play. Uh, I think he's going to end up there. I think the bears are going to move on. I think the bears are going to take Caleb Williams. Things are sort of sor- sorting themselves out. Uh, so I think Russ has is down to one team. I think it's one team and one team only for us. That's it. I don't think he's going to go to the Raiders. Uh, I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. I think he's going to go to the Steelers. That's it. I think they're going to try to see if Russ can't get Kenny Pickett going. Like, they're not going to totally give up on Pickett. And if Russ just sucks, they'll probably move on from Pickett, and then they'll just suck it up, and then they'll, you know, go to the quarterback lottery next year.
3: Yeah, the fascinating thing is going to be wherever Russ lands, what deal does he sign? Does he literally sign for a league minimum deal? Did, because he knows he's already collecting from the Denver Broncos. Do they give him a two- or three-year deal? I mean, look, you get – it's not, it's not simple when you sign a guy like Geno Smith and the Seahawks. They, they gave him a very friendly, team-friendly deal, but they're still kind of handcuffed by it right now. Matter of fact, they just had to guarantee his money, and then they had to restructure it. Even though I believe Geno Smith was only making like 13 or $14 million per year, give or take, it gets complicated when you sign a guy like Russell Wilson on the deal that you're going to sign him to. I'm
2: trying to think of who I was thinking about.
4: T.J. Yates is the Falcons' new oh, quarterback yeah. coach.
2: Yeah. That one is it. Oh, Dan, Dave Canales. That's who I – Dave, he's with the Panthers. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, man, so close. It was close. So close. Down there in the south somewhere. So that's that's basically the situation. Russ is going to go to the Steelers. We all know it now. That's it. The end he goes to the Steelers. You know what? You, you may cash on that. He may start. You might be right there. He may start for the Steelers in 2024. I have no doubt
3: about it. Russell Wilson will start for a team next season. Uh, I I don't think it's just the Steelers though. I mean, Atlanta makes just as much sense as Pittsburgh makes. There's no reason why one would make more sense than the other. Uh, and then the maybe, you know, maybe Russ has got to wait till the uh, Justin Fields situation unfolds. That oh, that-
2: everything is waiting on this Fields thing. Everything in the NF, that is the biggest domino to fall.
3: But, I I mean, free agency comes before the draft, and if if the Justin Fields situation doesn't unfold until the draft, it'll be fascinating to see, does Russ find a landing point until that happens? (sighs) Probably not. I would guess so, too.
4: I, I, I know Russ is like a competitor and wants to play and all this stuff. With that contract and all that money that is still coming his ways, Go, go, go design clothes, bro. You know, just, hey, I have a I, nice hey, life. Scotty, Follow the wife around a concert tour, dude, be a dad, be a stay-at-home dad, work on your your entrepreneurial stuff.
2: Yep. And, and you know what? I said that same thing when I saw him at the all-star game with his son. I know it's his stepson, but with future getting shooting lessons from Steph Curry. And I was like, that's awesome. And then the security woman was like, holding them back from like going out and videotaping his kid, you know, just, you know, on the phone, like what, what, every dad would do. And I was like, there you go. There's, there's Russ dad, Russ. That's awesome. And you know, he can do that for everything, but here's the thing. He's got an,
3: ex- I'm not telling you he's been bad with money, his money. I'm, I'm sure he's got great people and he's done nothing but make money. He has an insanely expensive life. He has a $38 million home. You think he home. needs to work? Uh, that lifestyle, it does not maintain itself Wait, did forever. he
2: not sell that joint no. in
3: Seattle? No, I just asked Kevin that. So that's for sale? That, that's for, he's got a $38 million home for sale in Seattle. And now it's he's $25 million. He's got a $25 million. million home for sale here in Denver. Wow. He's got the, the San Diego home that's probably $15, $20 million, whatever you want to say. Right. And and they do live in, oh look, Sierra makes a ton of money for sure. But they live a beautiful, big, big life. And when you have that, sometimes so the things that, that you're talking about that he's enjoying with Future and everything else, that stuff does go away a little bit when you're no longer in the limelight.
4: According to Google, and, and you know, Google's always correct. Of course. Russell's, Russell's worth $165 million and Sierra's worth 20000000 Is that? million.
3: I'm curious if that's how much he's earned or if that's what he's worth. But
2: I mean, if he's so, worth so, that, it, he's okay. Yeah. It, it,
4: it, <laughs> He said, "It said net worth."
2: Yeah, that includes like ownership, so that would.
4: Yeah, but that, that that counts probably real estate. Yes. Value too, right?
2: Yeah. That is fascinating about the cash situation for Russell Wilson to lead an opulent uh, lifestyle. It's
4: like, you can't
3: you can't go a couple of years without getting income in with a lifestyle like that.
2: Fascinating. That's interesting. Yeah,
4: a good thing next year he'll only make forty-two million to sit home. okay you got me
2: yeah but but Tyler's got a fair point like you know like Patrick Ewing said back in the day Scott you know we make a lot but we spend a lot like everything's relative I suppose you know I I, I'm not saying they're clipping coupons or anything but I I I bet you the property taxes alone on that Cherry Hills home close to
3: half a million dollars
2: oof You know, that was that was the most expensive house by over nine million dollars in Denver real estate history. Like it wasn't think about that. Think about all the rich people you guys know. The Cherry Hillers, you know? You know what put it into context for me? Mark Davis is building this
3: super compound out in Vegas right now. The owner of the of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. 14 million. Right? Like 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 just put that in context, right?
4: I mean, hey, 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 and you wonder if it weren't for the ownership of the Raiders, how much money he got, right? Yeah, that's a fair point. To be real honest, Uh, um, I I will say this, um, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, and you know, overpaid for the house, paid too much, did, did, blah, blah, blah. blah. you know, it says to me he was committed and thought he really was going to be here forever. Well,
3: that's a fact. No, no, no I, doubt. I, I agree. believe him when he right. said. He I thought agree. he was going to play another ten years and win another three Super Bowls. Yeah, he and,
2: that? and then you get a house like that, like Peyton Manning, and that's your home. That's where you live. That yeah. that is it. That's where your kids go to school in high school, and that's that's a wrap. It's a good life. They own that home out in San Diego too. You could really say, hey, this is going to be our life.
3: It is interesting, though, because San Diego was always going to be the home base, right? Like a secondary home, a $25 million secondary home when San Diego was home
2: base. Well, rich people, they live in the world. They don't really have a home address. You know, it's just, you know, three or four homes. You travel all the time. It sounds and- so lonely and miserable, D-Bag. That, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a terrible life. I'd make it work. Uh, no dumb questions on the way, plus see-through baseball pants. I love it. Va, va, These va, pants boom. are nuts. Pete. You've got Columbus,
1: Hastings, and DMACC. Presented by Revitalized Health. optimize hormone levels, PRP, peptides, and more. Visit Revitalized-Health.com. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5.
2: No dumb questions. 303 504 925. Get him in. You have a chance to win a $100 gift card to Old Chicago. It's a random drawing from everybody that throws it in. Base in Baseball season. They got new uniforms coming out. Mm.
4: Pitchers and catchers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
4: Hey, in the Rockies' first game this weekend?
2: No, no. Well, um, I don't know. Well, I mean, be.
4: sometimes you come
3: up with designs. They're cool. They're crazy. These ones are just nuts. Oh.
4: Listen, before you get to the new ones, I, I we have never asked Mac this. Dan Tanner knows my opinion. What is your thoughts on the vomit license plate jerseys?
2: You know, those jer- I know what you're talking about, and that kind of goes with the pants, too. Um,
4: yeah, the green pants. The green pants- I don't mind the top if you wore them with white pants, but when you put the green pants off, no, you, you you look like a minor league team at best.
2: The sublimated, that's what it's called, jerseys. What does that mean? It means that, like, you know, like I'm wearing this hockey sweater right now, and everything is stitched in. <laughs> okay. But on these new jerseys, which is very popular amongst, you know, youth baseball and other sports, it's sublimated, meaning it's just part of the jersey, nothing's stitched in. All of the designs are just, it's all flat. It's all just part of the jersey. It's definitely like lighter material, um, so it's a little bit more breathable. It's like... um, You take
3: a really long time to just say they're hideous.
2: Well, I'm just telling you the type you asked. That's (laughs) that's the type of jersey they are. So it's not as heavy. Like, I'm wearing this hockey sweater. Like, the logos are sewed in. Everything feels heavy. Right. It's kind of weird to think, like, this really is a game jersey that guys wear.
4: but you're also playing in that sweater in, in on frozen ice, frozen water.
2: Yeah, I get it, right? but, I mean, you know. I
4: mean, it's it, it probably going to be a little heavy. You probably don't want light, breathable jerseys playing at a hockey rink, do you?
2: Well, but that's the design. These sublimated jerseys are just lighter. They're more bre- – That's th- all that stuff. That's kind of the rage. So I know what you're saying. It looks like minor league stuff because, well, that's where it's coming from. I mean, it's coming from, like, youth baseball and minor leagues and all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's coming to make, Uh, whoever whoever designed those needed to be fired. Just (laughs)
3: fire them now, fire them in
2: hindsight, fire them too late. I don't care. Fire them. And then you got the pants, which are now soft eggshell, but apparently they're (laughs) see-through. The pants are unbelievable. I I don't, I don't understand
3: what like, so major league baseball was pushing these new pants, right? Like players are going to love these brand new pants. I'm not sure what you could do with pants that are gonna make the players love these pants, but when you say see-through, it is unbelievable. Like this is like a a XXx like don't walk too close at these players. Unbelievable. Like what did they try these on anybody?
2: I don't know. Have
3: you guys seen all the photos of the Giants players? I guess I actually haven't but oh my gosh really so they got the Giants like like touching his toes right like, like how's that overstretching uh-huh. got the rear end shot looking like a Greek god uh-huh uh, it, it, they, they got the Giants players sitting there just posing for their photos oh you got a up close and personal view
2: oh yeah it's all there <laughs> okay that's fascinating uh, I'm looking it up because I just def- I definitely definitely want to see some giants and see-through pants. But when you look it oh, okay. up when you look
4: up there's about Can 50 articles them? 50 articles on how the players all hate these new
2: pants oh my god that is just so funny how do you actually make a mistake like this how I, does how, how actually does it
3: happen i'm looking at an article not safe for work pick of giants All right, well, we'll see what happens with the. There's Shohei. Got all of him. Um, All of them? Yep, got all of it.
2: Okay. All right, worse. See through baseball pants are what Scott Hastings used to wear in the 90s. Oh, those are in trend now.
4: See through pants.
2: Yeah. Hold
4: on, hold on. This right here. I know these ain't the see through pants, I don't think.
3: No, you're you're just talking about the license plate uniforms.
4: I'm talking about how ugly those license plate uniforms are. Somebody with the Rockies thought that was a good idea.
2: Yeah, they should be fired. I kind of like the shirts, not with the green. You're out of
0: your mind.
3: There's nothing good about any part of that uniform. Nothing.
4: Well, I mean, that green and white just yell Rockies colors.
3: Yes, that's
2: exactly what I think when I see that. Yeah, but what, what's like yellow represents the Boston Red Sox when they do the city look? I mean, what's what's the yellow? Where's that coming from?
4: No, Nobody here knows what the yellow Boston Red Sox jerseys look like. Only a Red Sox fan.
2: I promise there. you, I have no clue. Yep. Scotty, when you were wearing them uh, them shorts back in the day, did it feel like uh, this is silly? Or like, hey, look at me. Why, why would see, it feel silly? You can see when, my upper thigh. That,
4: When that's all we knew, and uh, um, it didn't restrict the thigh and and groin uh, cohesion in the movement.
3: You you know, it's funny you say that, Scott, because I look back on, like, when I was a youth, when I was growing up and seeing Carbello and all those guys wearing shorts, they're down, like, past their knees. It's like, how does that not get in the way of between the legs? All that stuff.
2: It's stupid.
3: By the way, you do know that Mm -hmm. Scotty's look, that is the current trend,
2: right? With who? Everyone. No kids. way. Not like that. Oh, uh, it's pretty like close. Like with kids, kids are wearing their shorts to the upper thigh. Yes, absolutely. 100%. All right. I think it's a rough look. I mean, listen, I used to do it, of course, because like you say, that that's just what everybody did. I used to pull my white socks up to, you know. I just bought some golf shorts that
3: are about halfway down the thigh. Halfway. But those are actually the long ones. Those are the long ones. How empty.
2: short shorts would you wear right now, Scott? Just in your daily life? Like where, where does the short need to need to go?
4: Uh Daisy Duke, I'm thinking. Okay. Around All right. starts there. You're
2: just being silly. Underwear or no underwear. I, what the Daisy Duke's? Well, you know he's wearing a thong. I
4: have told you my, my my best friend in high school, Daisy Duke story, right?
2: I'm not Don't sure. Recall.
4: Well, we had a summer job and we were painting buildings or houses and he was up on the ladder and he's painting trim and it turns out we're the the trim of this house, two-story older building, the trim was pink, white house, pink trim right around the windows.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And I'm down the lower window painting. I'm looking up above me. He's up on that ladder wearing his Daisy do paint pants with no drawers on.
3: Mm. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Good view. Yeah. Well, if you want to see something like that, go to Major League Baseball game this year because you can see all of that.
4: And if you've ever wanted to make a pink thing pinker,
1: I did the duty.
2: This is No Dumb Questions.
1: Columbus, Hastings, and DMAC present No Dumb Questions. This is your safe space. I like to use no dumb questions as parenting advice for myself. You're a smart guy. Send us your not dumb question now. Tweet it, text it, or Twitch it. It's no dumb questions. With thanks to Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. Visit oldchicago.com for a location near you.
2: If you get a question into no dumb questions at any point during the week, you qualify for a $100 gift card to Old Chicago. Check them out at oldchicago.com. Thank you. Old Chicago, Scotty. You're in Portland. there has got to be something dumb in your brain.
4: I, I, well, it, it was something I looked at, and I started going back, and I noticed a trend, and I wanted to just ask this question: If you, a, if you've noticed a trend, and, and then the, the, the bigger question: Why? Everybody's seen those surprise uh, 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 engagement videos, right? Where some guy, like I just watched one, some Irish flight attendants walking down the, the, the. Coming off a flight, her boyfriend's there, but a you know, thing of roses, and then he drops in his knee. Right? We've we've all seen those videos, right? Right. How come the reaction of the recipients? The first reaction is two or three steps backwards. <laughs> and, and, and in and in reality, should that not be a sign? Hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. think about that. You see these guys drop the knee, and the first thing the person does is getting proposed to. Oh, well, they step back two or three feet. Like, I'm like, so like terrified. Just, I'm so excited. Yeah, like the, I'm so yeah. happy about this marriage. They, they I saw got to a monster,
2: back.
4: Saw a monster under the bed. So, in essence, is that like a big picture tale?
2: Well, dude, you're talking about Jumbotron engagements here. And, you know, I've been criticized, and people say, oh, DMAC, you know, yell at a cloud again. But I just think every Jumbotron engagement is doomed.
3: What's uh, the. All right, so there's the no <laughs> dumb question. Send it in on the tax line uh, or on Twitch. What is like the most guaranteed way to know that it's going to be failed based off of how you asked them to marry you?
2: Jumbotron And listen, I have firsthand experience here because my boy, Matt, who went to Syracuse, um, engaged his uh, lovely lady, Julie, who went to Boston College on a Jumbotron engagement during a BC Syracuse game. And at first we thought, hey, that is awesome. Then we found out he didn't really like her and he got enamored more with the way he was getting engaged rather than the person themselves. So to me, in my humble opinion, the bigger deal you make that moment, the less I think it's going to work out. So you're saying
3: do not ask somebody to marry you like you would ask well, them to
2: go to prom in high school.
4: Don't, don't you think yes. some of those engagements, some of them I think are probably sincere and men. But don't you think, especially when a guy sets it up, he just wants to put her in a position, there's no way she uh, can uh, say no?
2: All of that. All, you, yes, all of it. And Listen, I'm, I'm being a little bit too serious here for something so silly, but I say if you play Don't Stop Believing, your team is about to lose, and if you have a Jumbotron engagement, if you make it past three years, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no dumb question. You ready?
4: Yeah. What What is the one video genre on on social media that what, once it comes on, you're, you're going deep into and just – you're not watching one. You're watching
2: ten. Theft, heist, heist movies. Oof. the best. No,
4: not, I'm not talking about movie. I'm talking like a little little Instagram videos and stuff. Oh. Wait,
2: what? What's the question? Oh, okay. Um.
4: Boy, What's the
2: I was, question? I was on a. Um, no, I was being facetious. I was being serious. Like I, I'm getting pulled over by a cop, and then I'm giving the cop a hard time videos for a long time.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've been, I, I've been into those. I got, I've gotten into those. Like
2: I know my, I call them, I know my rights videos, and I've, I've, I've gone down some weird wormholes on that one. Like, oh man, and,
4: and, so, and, and then after you watch a few of them, you realize dude, you're just a turd.
1: Right? <laughs> I, <know.
4: laughs> I mean, I mean, eventually about the fourth video in, he goes, dude, you're, you're just kind of a turd. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, just, uh, he just wants to see
2: your ID. I mean, I get it. You there, know, you don't there, have there's to. There's a
4: but. couple, couple I've been on. One, I like this guy. I follow him all the time uh, called S.B. Mowing. And it basically love that. Goes
2: just, it's good. Just I love
4: that mows- one. Yards, Yes. But
3: but that thing kind of serves two purposes. It's like a dude that's doing goodwill, like he's doing a good deed out in the community, and it's like satisfying. You want to know how satisfying it is, Scott? I actually downloaded, I downloaded a lawn mowing video game on my phone after watching that, (laughs) and I am not going to lie to you. It was unbelievably satisfying. Just take a little lawnmower and a line back and forth. Sometimes you want to crisscross that thing. By the way, if you cut it two times in the same week, never cut it in the same pattern. This is common knowledge. Everybody needs to know this. These are knowledge. things you can learn.
4: The, the, uh, uh, I, I will take from my guy, the SB Mowing guy, I, I used, uh, I edged my um, front yard in the spring last year, and I used a couple of the techniques he uses.
2: Yeah, I've, I've got a little technique on that. But the problem with that video, it makes it look like it takes about, you know, three minutes oh, no, to, to do your th- whole Those lawn.
3: videos are like 45 minutes long, actually. Like, yeah, he,
4: he'll do a video for 45 minutes, but in reality, it still took him. Sometimes it's a two-day project.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about like the 30-second videos. Knocks on the door. Oh, Can he, I, he,
4: yeah, those are those are called shorts.
2: I know. Shorts. I Wait, hold on. Time out. No dumb question. You guys have spent 45 minutes watching yes. a guy mow a lawn? I have. That yep. is but insane. Alright, alright. Here, here's here's another
3: no-dumb question along the same lines. Most satisfying job that you do at home? That like, If your wife asks you to do it, you'll be doing it for an hour and a half. What is the thing that you love to do at home the most?
2: God, sit on the couch and do nothing. I mean, you know, the job I love yeah. to do at home? yeah.
3: Something that you don't, something you don't have to be asked. Something you don't have to be told to go do. It's power washing. That's the answer. Power, power washing. washing. I mean, I will get that thing down on the ground. I mean, I will get every little inch. I'm not just. I'm not doing a gloss over on this thing. Nobody can crush a sidewalk like I can on a power washer.
2: All right. Yes. I, uh, uh, I, I want hey,
4: Another little video. See if you guys have watched this. Have you seen the cats? And there's a couple of sites now on Instagram, especially these dudes that make these like little shelters slash cabins slash whatever in the wood. And they do it all by hand. I mean, when they're I mean, they're cutting down the trees and they're and they're they're somehow making a, a thing and then they're laying stuff on. I mean, they make they make like tiny houses that they could kind of live in. It's unbelievable. I saw one guy somewhere, some guy somewhere. Build a built a sauna uh, he, he built a cabin a shelter yeah and then he built a sauna on the outside uh, side of it in a separate sep- uh, separate building
3: hey i got i got a buddy like he's just a carpenter like for for fun like not like a real carpenter and he started he made a tiny house for himself <laughs> in his backyard and he's like why do i have this tiny house i don't want this tiny house so he puts it up on craigslist sells the thing for forty thousand dollars so then he starts building tiny houses, quits his job, and all he does now is he makes tiny houses in his backyard, and he'll sell them for forty to $70,000. Who is he selling them to? Tiny people.
2: This is uh, <laughs> PhD on 92.5. Altitude Sports
1: Radio. I love players with an attitude. More Denver sports talk. Coming up.
2: Hey, what
1: are you
0: doing up on the step stool?
1: About to clean these light fixtures. The whole family's coming over. And if there's even a speck of dust in the house, my abuela will find it.
0: Here, I got a Swiffer Duster to help with that. A Swiffer what? A Swiffer Duster. It has this cool extendable handle that reaches six feet to get high and low with fluffy dusters that easily trap and lock dust. So, no more step stool? No more step stool. Easily trap and lock dust from hard to reach places with the Swiffer Duster. Love it or your money back.
1: For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price and participation may vary, includes choice of T.V.C. or crispy chicken sandwich with four piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third party delivery pricing may be higher. I love our textures. Text Altitude Sports Radio 925 on the Shamp Mazda text line. Real 35040925. Shomp Mazda. One price, one person, one hour.
2: The NFL has informed teams. The 2024 salary cap will be $255.4 million. That is a $30.6 million increase from last year. See, no problem. Move on from us with ease. No problem. You are going to have, very shortly, $60 million a year quarterbacks. What do you guys, um, what do you guys think about that?
3: Yeah. Uh, how quickly would that happen? Two years. Three years. Max. Uh, we're not that far off at all. I mean, I, I think it was just like the last wave of, of quarterback contracts before it turned into this 40 to 45 number. It was about 20 to 25. That, that's, I, I believe that's what Kirk Cousins signed for when he signed that, that fully guaranteed deal. And that's just four or five years ago. So the, the numbers are just going up. I don't think it's that far off. How far, how far out are we from an NBA basketball player making 90? A hundred.
2: Man, I suppose suppose it'll happen. I mean, it'll just get there and it'll just keep going up, I suppose. The problem is, though, do you think this number will translate to the other positions, too? Where I could tell you, if you're a superstar basketball player, I don't care if you're a guard, forward, center, whatever, you're going to make that money. But if the salary cap goes up, which it is. The quarterback salary goes up, it is. Do you think everybody's going to go up? Yeah. Yeah, it, it will. I mean, it, it always
3: goes together, and it's never going to be the same. There's always going to be a separation. But when when one thing goes up, when the salary cap goes up, every position goes up. So, you know, when when you – talk like, you asked me the other day about, like, how does it go in the locker room when somebody – would if Shador Sanders gets $5 million to be on EA Sports or whatever, mm-hmm. is there going to be animosity? Dude – you really should be rooting for it because as soon as one goes up, it doesn't ever go backwards. That sets the new standard. That's why a lot of times you do hear guys talking about it. When people want to take a hometown discount, NFLPA is all over you. Like, don't do it. We don't want you to do that because now you're setting a bad precedent for the guys to come behind you.
4: Every every sport, Tyler's absolutely right. Isn't it the, the NHL? Didn't they a few years ago? Weren't the contracts going crazy? And a few years ago, they went <laughs> And, like, bottomed-out contracts. It's the only pro sports thing where I've ever seen it go backwards.
3: Well, they got a I, – I mean, I don't know the finances of it, but they are probably the only pro league that the TV deal went backwards. Like, they went to a totally yeah. – not like, you couldn't find them.
2: $60 million quarterbacks. And you know what? That's crazy. You either got one or you don't. And you either is one or you ain't. And, and I think reasonably you're going to have to ask yourself – is that what you need just to get by? So either that, that answer is yes or no with the, the Broncos or any NFL team. And so I, I know I'm not trying to dog on Russ here. Cause like RG three, the numbers are great and he should be a hall of famer. And okay, fine. But what's your relative value to how much you're making? And that's why I do think money actually does matter. If you look at Nikola Jokic, Scotty, At what what year do you think an NBA basketball player will make ninety million dollars a year?
4: Uh, How far away are we? uh, Well, you know what? I didn't think we'd ever get to fifty, and and in uh, in there, doesn't Curry make fifty? And I I'd ask the question: Is Curry still worth the fifty?
2: Of course not. And, um, well, hold again, on, hold on. again, it's relative. I see,
4: this is where I struggle. Like, like I
3: get it. Nobody can tangibly relate to a human being that's making $50 million a year. You can't understand it. Is he worth it? Yeah, he's worth it because that's the value that he brings to your team. Now, right. is, now, he, is Russell is, Wilson not worth it? No, he was not worth it. But Steph Curry, I'd have a hard time fighting that. Like, how, how could you say Steph Curry isn't worth whatever he's getting paid? All
2: right, let me go. Uh, is he the best player on his team? Yeah. Scotty? Steph Curry? Yep. Yeah. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Can they win a championship with him as the best player on the team? Not anymore. Then he's not worth it. Oh. It's bottom line. Uh, okay. You, not only, if you're going to get that kind of money, do you have to be the best player, you have to be the key cog in winning a championship. Period. In my opinion. Well, Josh
3: Allen ain't worth what he's getting paid. Then we go way down. That, you want to play that game? You just opened <laughs> up a wormhole, buddy. Well,
2: you don't think Josh Allen is good enough to lead the Bills to a championship? had not done it yet. I get it, Lamar but, Jackson ain't worth it. Whoa! It's about the potential of doing it, not not whether they've done it. So you don't think Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen have the potential to lead their team to a championship? Uh, sure, they got potential. Well, uh, that's what I'm asking Scotty about to, Steph Curry. Like, Scott, you just think he's done? Like, that's a wrap? No, I I,
4: I still think he's a top 100 shooter of all time. Um, but I don't know if he can lead a team by himself. I'm not sure he ever could.
2: Oh, I mean, whoa, first come, on, champion... come on. Come Hold on. Hold on now.
4: The first championship, Iguodala won the MVP. <laughs> T- uh, two other championships, Kevin Durant won the MVP.
2: Uh well I'm not gonna define whether your value is is based on a trophy at the end of a the series. I mean, you, just you know. Did, though. Oh well, you gotta have a key cog. I'm not saying you don't have to have other good players. Well but you can not
4: won it and, and Igadala won the MVP. Steph Curry that, he he's the reason you won won the championship. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm not so sure those ones Durant were won it with, with Durant <laughs> He wasn't the reason they wanted
3: Hey, here, here here's a good point on the tax line. The brand plays into it. The the value that yeah. he makes for his team that has a few huge, huge factor into it. Do people come to Warriors games to watch him? No doubt about yes, it. Yes, they well, do. do, do does the just, team make money because he is on the team? Yes, they do.
4: But don't but don't you think the NBA is, is like that above all other uh, uh, leagues in? That the stars are more, more fan base driven than maybe in any other league.
3: Maybe. I mean, it's very, very tangible in the NBA. If it, it, it the whole experience is an up close and personal experience in the NBA. Yeah. I think it I think it trickles down in football and other sports, but probably not as directly.
2: Well, I just think if you're developing a team and an NFL team, can you win with Brock Purdy? I yeah. guess you can for a while, but at some point, if you can win with Brock Purdy, ain't Brock Purdy going to want $60 million a year, too? Uh, yes, he will. When, okay. he, when he gets the free agency, that will be the numbers that he's talking about. All right. So if that's the case, then, does that mean you cannot win without a $60 million guy or a guy that you could project to be a $60 million guy? Meaning... Maybe,
4: for- maybe the... Yeah, maybe the projection's even bigger. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, th- I
3: think the answer is pretty obvious. Like, yeah, you gotta have a talented
2: dude. You, so got, you gotta the, have a
3: guy that's capable of doing that. So the
2: Seahawks are screwed with Geno Smith.
4: Yes.
3: And it, look, there's always gonna be one-offs.
2: There's always gonna be the Tread
3: Delfers. Not always. I say that like it's commonplace. It's not commonplace. But you will find one-offs that get it done. But if you're asking about guys that you think could be in the hunt year in and year out, sure, you gotta have a guy
2: like that. So then, logically... If you realize that this guy ain't it, you should move on for them right away. If there's no more potential for them to be that guy, and he's not that guy, why is that guy even on your team? Why do you even spend a waste a second well, with them?
4: L- let me ask this: and we we'll go, let's use Brock Purdy. Obviously, he's shown he's good enough to get you to to a Super Bowl, right? As part of a team. As part of a unit, he, he, he was able to guide that team to a Super Bowl. If you don't think he's a guy that, that okay, everything else is failing and he, he can put the game on his shoulders, which I think we would all agree you could do that with Patrick Mahomes. You can put the game on his shoulder and he's going to come through. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, John Elway, those guys are going to come through. If you don't think he's a guy, you've got to be drafting, like you say, D-Mac, a quarterback almost every year and see if you can hit another Brock Purdy guy that could slide in there with, right. with your one or two million dollar a year salary, and develop him. And who knows?
3: And that's, that's pretty what, tough standard, though, man. I mean, I get, I get it. it. I get it. If if you ask me, would I rather have a guy like Patrick Mahomes that I can put the team on his back? Hell yeah, of course I would. Would I be willing to play ball with a Brock Purdy? Yep, I sure would. He just
2: proved to me he can get his team to the uh, to the Super Bowl. How many running backs are better than Derrick Henry in the league? Right now, there's probably four or five. Okay. Well, but who's the best running back in the league?
4: How uh, about five years ago, though? Four years ago. I mean,
2: yeah, well, just, he was the guy. You just tell me whoever you think is the best running back in the league for, for this for this argument. Uh, Josh even, Jacobs is, cl- is up there. Doesn't even matter. Josh Jacobs. Okay. How much you got to pay Josh Jacobs?
3: Well again, it's a position that you got to be very, very careful with because of the shelf life. The truth is you quarterbacks can, the shelf life is forever though.
2: right. The Josh Jacobs stuff, the the other positions, whatever. you can clearly win a Super Bowl or be successful without Josh Jacobs. As good as Derrick Henry has been, where did it go? Who's better than Barry Sanders as a running back seriously in the past 30 years? What that add up to? It's just the reality of the situation that if you aren't that guy at quarterback, or you don't have the potential to be that guy there is no reason for you to be on that team. If, if the potential is there, okay, let's develop it. And this is why teams are so impatient with quarterbacks. That's why drafting a quarterback, in my opinion, in the second and third round is pointless unless the team is really going to commit to that second or third round guy. And I just don't think they are. You have a better shot, in my opinion, of taking a flyer on a dude and maybe he's Brock Purdy than just going half-hearted. So when Mike Sanford suggests the Broncos move back, that means they don't really love the guy. And why are we But that's m-
3: the point. If if you don't love the guy, you don't draft him higher. Well then like, you certainly wouldn't move back. But you're arguing against yourself. No there.
2: way. You, hold
3: no on. No way. If, if you don't love the guy you do not draft him earlier just because you're going to say, quote, unquote, we're going to commit to a guy that we don't love. You don't do that. I agree. If, don't if draft you, him. If but you don't, nope. If you don't love him, it's much safer gamble to move back, collect some ammunition, and if you're going to gamble on it, you gamble it while actually gaining value. I think it's the
2: stupidest thing in draft theory to move back to take a quarterback. Well, you don't, don't move think back there's...
3: to take the quarterback, to be clear. Well, that's what I'm you, saying. You, you move back. Because you want the value, and because you don't love anybody. And then, if you happen to be on the clock and there's a quarterback available, you might take him. But when you move back, you never do it. I'm specifically moving back from number twelve to number nineteen because I want to draft JJ McCarthy at number nineteen. Well, that's what
2: Mike was suggesting. Uh, he was suggesting that they weren't worth the value. All right. Okay. I think we're we're arguing. We're on the same page here. I just think it's no. We're, s- not. no. <laughs> okay. no. We're, we're, we're not. No. Okay. We're not on the same it, page. It, it,
4: you drop back because, like you said a while ago, you're not in love with any of them guys, and maybe you're not willing because I think you're probably right, D, that if you drop a guy in the top ten, you better be committed, and you better be committed just like Justin Fields. I don't think he's ever going to be any good, but maybe Chicago did what they're supposed to do, be committed to this guy and stick with him and then see if maybe something finally catches on, and, and then, we'll, then then you got to make a decision. But if you don't love a guy but you know you need a position and you can move back and, and – Gain one or two other assets to help you fill the void of other positions and then say, "Okay, let's take this guy. We'll see what we can get.
2: I just don't think you're ever winning a Super Bowl without either a guy who's the guy or a guy who could be the guy. I think this half like stink There you go, Scotty. You're doomed. Well, then you just literally just made
3: the case for sure that you move on from Justin Fields. You want to talk about a room that's going to be damn near impossible to get 100 percent of the people on the same page. Chicago Bears' situation is so insane right now. I, I mean, you could come up with an incredible case for either way. You should draft Caleb Williams. He's the best quarterback on the board. You should draft Caleb Williams because you don't truly believe in Justin Fields. Then you could go with the other angle. Are you kidding me? We got the number one pick right now. We can move back to number one, to number three, select get another first-rounder. Then we got the number nine pick. We can move back two more spots. We end up with five first-round draft picks, and we build the team around the quarterback. I don't well, know and, how they and, could get everybody on the same page out there.
4: And think about this, too, Tyler. Say say I do like Jalen or whatever the guy is, but I know everybody else is, is enamored with Caleb. Hey, let's move back, add more assets to our thing, and still get the guy we want in the first place. Teams will do that a lot in the draft, too.
2: What we saw out of Nikola Jokic and what to expect for the Nuggets the rest of the way, a remarkable night at Ball Arena. That's coming up next.